They're back. The show with the pressure and frosty. Hello and welcome to the show with the pressure and frosty. This is our December Christmas edition. It is our time of record, December fourth. I'm feeling rather festive and frivolous. Um, how are you feeling, Mr. Pressure? I'm getting there for sure. Yeah, put the tree up. Been uh, listening to a couple of songs. I've had some mulled wine. I've had some mince pies. I'm, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. About to buy some ass face soap. So <laughs> I ticked off a few gifts by the end of the show as well. Amazing, amazing. We put our Christmas tree up this year. This is the third year. We've got Norman, so it's our um, tree that we bought three years ago as a little tiny little baby. And every year it's grown maybe about 10 or 20 centimetres. We've brought him in. Um, He's brought a few moths and flies in, but that's part of it. I like the nature side of of Norman. And um, also, it's going to be our first Christmas with our kittens, our kittens' first Christmas together. Baubles. What are you getting them? Well, I'm going to make them, hopefully they're not listening now, I'm going to make them a like a seafood cocktail. I'm going to have prawns and crab sticks and all flaky fish and put them into a, present them in a nice dish and uh, treat them to that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they're, they're going to love that. And it's their birthday um, on the 7th of December. They're going to be one year old on the 7th of December, so they'll no longer be kittens. That's uh, what a time for them, eh? Yeah, yeah, they can have wine. We can we can eventually give them a bit of wine now and a bit of cheese. Uh, they'll be old enough for that. So it's all very exciting indeed. It's non-stop in the Frost household this uh, Christmas time. Uh, now, since it's our Christmas special, I thought maybe you could we could play a game of Guess the Christmas Cracker Punchline. You're oh, that? okay. Yeah, this sounds great. Okay, hit the theme tune. Christmas Cracker Jokes. Can David find a punchline to them? Christmas Cracker Jokes. Can David find a punchline to them? Christmas Cracker Jokes. Can David find a punchline to them? Christmas Cracker Jokes. Can David find a punchline to them? No pressure. Okay, it's time to play Guess the Punchline. So, uh, here we go. I'm going to tell the pressure a few lead-ups to the joke, and I want to see if the pressure has got the smarts to find out what that punchline is. So, here we go. First question or joke is, who hides in the bakery at Christmas? Who hides in the bakery at Christmas? I don't know. I don't know. Think I don't of, know. Think of like uh, 007 and people like that when they're hiding. Who are they? What type of people are they? What is 007? Special is agents. Another word for policeman? special agent? Another word for special agent? Copper. More secret and hidden. Detective. Spy! Uh, spy. What was the question again? <laughs> Who hides in the bakery at Christmas? Spy. A mint spy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay, there's three more. Okay, keep up. Okay, so next one is, what did Adam say on the day before Christmas? Hello. <laughs> what is the day before Christmas? Christmas Eve. Right, and who's Adam's girlfriend? Um, Eve. Okay, so what's he going to say? Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Very good, okay. I'll give you one for that one. One out of two. Third one. What's green, covered in tinsel, and goes ribbit, ribbit? Uh, 
Christmas so, Yule log. So what what animal goes ribbit ribbit? Frog. The other one. Toad. Yeah. Tinsel toad. Mistletoad. Oh, mistletoad. Yes. Okay. Two. You got two. Okay. The last one. It all rides on this. What do you call a skunk with bells? Stinker bell. Close. What's oh, the song? That's... What's the song? <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Something bells. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. I'll give you two and a half for that. Well that done. That's better. That should be replaced. What was your my one? one? Stinker bell. <laughs> that's got nothing to do with Christmas, though. You said skunk and it and bell. That's enough, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's got the Christmas crackers, though, aren't they? Okay. <laughs> Jingle bells. But why hey. is it skunk? Because he smells. Oh, jingle smells. Jingle, oh. s- jingle smells. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, jingle smells. <laughs> what a feature. The, Can't wait it, for the intro. <laughs> it's the way you tell them. Do you do Christmas crackers in your place? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I think I think more. I think it gets when we were younger. There was fun things in them, and it was like yes, mm. a mini little water pistol or a little set of cards and stuff. I think because yeah. kids is the gifts that kids get now. They're just like oh, these are rubbish. And if you get some dead cheap ones, those little plastic toys, they're one thing. And then you might get some more expensive ones, and you might get a mini pen knife or whatever. But I just think the bang and the hat and the daft joke—that's what it's—that's what it's, that's what it's yeah. for. But it's not essential, is it? Is it? I, is it? Yeah, I think it is. I think if you don't have it, you don't have that event during the meal you have to do christmas crackers you have to and you do get a variety of things don't you like i remember as a child i never i couldn't work out what they were it was this like black thing and had two points and you had to stick up your nose and it was like a mustache really painful do you remember them yeah 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 the best ones i find are like the bottle openers because that's useful isn't it well, I've seen a load of dead expensive advent calendars this this time around. Obviously, you get more expensive chocolate ones. And then I saw a cheese one the other day. I seen one that you get a little kind of a mini, uh, like a mini alcoholic drink every day. You get some like sea wow. ones now. Yeah. I mean, a mini alcoholic drink in the day. Most people open up their calendars in the morning, don't they? So what you do, a little nip of gin before work? Maybe. Help you get Maybe. the kids whipped into shape in a bit more jovial fashion. Have you seen this new craze that's going around at the moment where um, people dress up as the Grinch and then they enter somebody's home or like uh, office or whatever, they've got a Christmas tree. They run in, they go crazy, berserk, and then they destroy the Christmas tree and throw everything on the floor and it traumatizes all of the children and the family and like everyone's, not everyone, but like there's loads of videos at the moment of, of this Grinch thing. I don't get why they do it. It's weird. And who is it? Someone in the family? Yeah, it's like the dad, like dressed as a Grinch. It'd be the little brother, wouldn't it? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Who's the young one? That's at home, Sean. N- none of your business. It'd be Sean, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, why? No, well, it's got to be someone. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be someone. So, uh, who, but, well, who would it be then? Uh, it'd be Tom, my father. He'd love yeah? it. Yeah, he'd love it. He'd love that. He'd love he smashing the destruction. Yeah. The thing is, what what's funny and weird about those videos is they try to emulate you. <laughs> they try to pretend to be the Grinch, and it's an American thing. We don't really know the Grinch in Britain, but we know of it through the Jim Carrey film. And um, they run around 
like aggressively moving their hands and legs, like really weirdly. <laughs> and it's quite frightening. They don't just like saunter around. And the children genuinely believe that it is the Grinch. There's a video of this child um, punching this man, this father maybe, on the floor, and then he's got his arms around his neck. And then was like, oh my God, isn't this child amazing? He's defending his brothers and sisters. It's like, well, don't put your child in that situation where they have to defend them. You know, it's crazy. Wow. You really work at a school, don't you? Oh, and Elf on a Shelf. That's massive now. You know, What's you've Elf a... on a Shelf? No. Oh, my God. This is common now. It's not just like um, one or two people. Most pe- families do this now. You've got an elf and it, um, it sits magically, appears one morning, December the 1st, and it's somewhere. And then the next day, the parents move the elf somewhere else and the children have to find out where the elf is this time. And basically... The elf is there to check that the children in the family are behaving properly. And so that's what the elf on the shelf is. But every day, it's got to be in a different place, like the cupboard or under the stairs or on the shoes or hanging up somewhere else. So every day, they've got to think of a different place for it. And it's a it's it's commonplace now, elf on a shelf. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's a bit fun, isn't it? It's a bit of fun. So you can have, like, smart cameras in your home so you can sort of security cameras uh, what families are doing now is they, um, uh, the p- father's dressing up as Santa Claus, and then the smart camera is catching them in the house, putting the presents under the tree. So they've got video evidence of Father Christmas in their house. And I think that is perhaps too real, you know. Like, if you see a video of him, it's going to imprint on the children that Santa Claus is definitely real. And then when that tragic, tragic day occurs in everybody's life when you realise that he's not, it's going to hurt all the more, I think. Nah, it's good. It's moving with technology and it's using technology to its fullest and it's just keeping the kids, you know, with that little bit of innocence when they do eventually find out when they're, in your case, 15, then, um, <laughs> you know, at least at least you can be pleased that the Santa that was dressed as made an effort, went all out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's it's nice, isn't it? But like, I I was quite sad when I found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. I was a bit gutted, and I was I was old. I was about twelve, uh, and Liam said, "You do know he's not real." And I was like, mm, I sort of like half knew, but I was like, "Are you sure?" And he said, "Yeah, he's definitely not real." And then that first Christmas, when I definitely knew he wasn't real, it felt a little less magical. I think it's Liam dressed as the Grinch in your house now. <laughs> Was there a you, moment... <laughs> you wrestling him to the ground. You would love that. <laughs> yeah. Getting him in a headlock. Yeah. Like, twisting him like, I got the Grinch. Look at me. <laughs> was there a moment in your life when you realised that Father Christmas wasn't real? I don't know when this was. Yeah, I don't remember. I think, yeah, I don't know when that, that kind of fizzled out. But I was old enough to sort of... It didn't matter. Because... Well, no, you sort of knew because you'd go to the shopping centre and you'd go and meet Santa... Yeah, and he was this bloke, and he'd give you a gift, which and the, but then on Christmas Day you'd wake up and there'd be loads of cool stuff, you know. Maybe some years it's yeah, it's like a toy or it's a bicycle, it's whatever. It'd just kind of be there, and it didn't really matter. And then you'd go to your grands, and she would get you presents, and then yeah, you would know that some things were from your mum or your dad. Like there was a mixture of where these gifts came from, but it didn't really matter. So then when, but then people would ask you what you wanted, and you would get what you asked for so it's like well that doesn't just i'm getting the stuff oh no but if you be good santa will get it for you it's like well okay i think i sort of just sussed it and it didn't really 
wasn't that upsetting. It just what I just was like, okay, yeah, that's fine, all right. Well, you, you've obviously got it, <laughs> Gran, because you asked me. I was with yeah. you when we bought that thing, and you did <laughs> trick me and said it wasn't. Oh, they've sold out, and then I got it. So you obviously did get it somehow, and it was from you. And you're yeah. saying Santa, he may have helped somehow, but you got it, didn't you? You paid for it. Santa's yeah. taking all the credit. He is taking all the credit. Yeah, it's a suspension of disbelief, isn't it? Because the kids think it's you when they come and see you in Epsom or wherever. Do they think yeah. it's actually yes. you? Because yes. if it was you, they would yeah. be so disappointed when they yeah. saw the real thing. Well, exactly. They would never, ever see the real thing. Uh, actually, they have seen the real thing, and they haven't recognized me. I've walked, I've um, been Santa in a theater, I've spoken to all the technicians, all the crew, front of house, in the Santa costume. And then I'll get changed back into my real self. I'll say, oh, cheers, thanks for today. And they're like, sorry, who are you? And I, I say, oh, I'm, I'm Santa. I work backstage. You should, why would you <laughs> let them know? You've got such a big mouth. You should just be like, okay, cool. Yeah, I just no. do some stuff backstage. No, no I like I, I like... have to take, I have to. Yeah, but then they're so disappointed when they see you because no, you shattered their dreams. They're grown They've they're seen grown this adults. guy walking around like, oh, he's kind of, he's a good Santa this year, actually. Yeah, he's got the he's got the body size for it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a bit, his hands are a bit clammy, aren't they? Yeah, I know. I don't know why I shook his hand. And, uh, oh, that's him. Oh, yeah. The weird one that wants to park really close every day and he's here an hour before and he keeps on oh can i use the charger like you should have just kept the mystique no i like it because it shows how good an actor i am that they can't believe someone like me could be that character i like that nerdiest Whoa, clark kent ever <laughs> yeah i love the reveal oh where's santa it's me Bilbo Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you sound lovely. Do I? Oh, great, great. It's how I like to sound. uh, Deep and resonant, deep and crisp and even. Deep blue something. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Deep and crisp and even. That one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I like that one. That's a nice one. It's a good one. It's a good one. There's a few good ones out. There's a few classics that people sing. Um, I mean, I'm sort of sung out with all of the Christmas songs. I've sung loads recently. Already? Already. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. How could that it's... be? Did you go hard? Did you go hard soon through choice or was it through necessity? I'm working. I've got to listen to it. I'm working. Yes, I've been listening to lots of Christmas songs and singing them because uh, I'm in rehearsals for uh, the Santa shows which uh, we finished rehearsals for, and we're going to go to the Swindon Arts Centre in a couple of weeks' time to start the show. But yes, we've been listening to front of house music, Shaking Stevens, Christmas Time, it's Christmas Every Day, Slade, all of the stuff, all the classics. Yeah, I think I've uh, not had to be part of that so much so far this year. Um, yeah, my, I haven't been around those environments so far. Could all change, but I mean, it is December now, so it's, it's okay to change a bit. I just don't want it to all change, like Magic, which I think has changed its whole lineup to Christmas music, and a couple of other stations have done the same. Yes, they have. I think the the switch is turned on on December first. Just for it to all be Christmas music is crazy. There's not enough of it to go round, and you're going to hear all the songs that you mentioned just then over and over and over again. So by Christmas Day, you're going to be sick. There's a pork scratching and a pig in blankets going to come out your nose as soon as you hear Shaking Stevens <laughs> rocking round that tree. thing is, with these kind of songs, 
they do have a repeat value to them. You know, you can listen to them and enjoy them. Uh, but yeah, I see what you mean. But you've only got them for a window of opportunity up until the 24th, the 25th of December. Then after that, game over. Yeah, and then it'll be next year and we'll do it all again. And I've done it now 40 times. You 41 times. So for the same songs, 41 times. Wow. Well, there are some newer ones, you know. There are some new Any ones. Any good ones? Out. Oh, there's a couple of good ones that have come out recently. Um, Cher's got one that's uh, come out. And, Cher's uh, a new few Christmas others. song. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one for everyone to check out. Uh, what else did I see? Yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few covers of some of the oldies. We have an introducing show where we play unsigned new music and a few of these bands cashing in on the goodness which is quite fun and i've seen a young artist called owen frost as part of a new song called christmas morning oh right yes uh christmas morning spelled m-o-u-r-n-i-n-g kind of a bleak outlook for christmas have you had a chance to give that a whirl yeah you sort of sing in a very emo power chord way do you Yep. Sort of screech, yep. screech sing. Yeah, it's. Tr- I was I'm trying an to emulate. Star, trying to do a song <laughs> in my most gruff way. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> I was inspired by Meatloaf, Bat Out of Hell, you know. Ah, lovely. Well, that's the M&S advert, or the. Who always does the best one? Is it the M&S one that everyone's like, oh, the M&S advert? Waitrose, so there's a cover of that on the Waitrose ad. I haven't heard the full version. I don't know if it is a real song. It must be. Oh, you're listening to Magic at the Movies. Let's play that great cover of Meatloaf right now. Oh, isn't it so beautiful now? Oh, everything's nice, isn't it? You can either fight it. You can either go against the flow, or you can just let it wash over you. And you You know what? Usually I fight it a bit more, and this this year, uh, I'm letting it wash. Letting it wash. You've got to let it wash, because what are you going to do otherwise? You're just going to go, no, no, it's not yet, it's not yet, not yet, no, no you can have fun. Is it vegan? I'm not listening to it then. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's been me till now. Yeah, you just got to go with it. I think there's no point fighting the inevitable. You just have to go with it. And yes, it is a bit like, oh, again, wasn't it? Didn't we just do this 11 months ago? And time goes by a lot quicker when you get older, don't it? Well, I've done two Christmas parties now, and on the first one, they said, we don't want Christmas music. Ooh. We want, you know, we don't get DJs here often, if ever, so we want it to be cool. I was like, brilliant. And yeah. then I did one on the weekend, and they were like, oh, can we just not do Christmas music anymore? I'm a bit sick of it. I was like, brilliant. So, that's so perfect. far, I've, I've DJed an hour of Christmas music, and that's been about it, and that will be it. That's amazing. That's, uh, that's pretty good going for you, because I can tell that being a DJ... At this time of year, it must be quite kind of frustrating or tedious, I suppose, playing the same old tracks. Easy, though, isn't it? It just builds up and it's quite, you know, you sort of see the same crowd most nights wearing their silly festive jumpers and asking for the same hmm. sort of song. So, uh, yeah, I'm not doing uh, yeah, my, yeah, I'm not doing that this year. I've done two parties so far and they've been in the daytime. And right. uh, I've, I've even DJed in a garden centre. <laughs> no wait a minute actually all right it's fine so i've only done yeah i've only done two sets and that's it i'm not doing any more crimbo sets there's a set come up this friday someone's looking for a dj yeah um and i'm not putting my hat in the ring for it because i am um, on saturday I'm, i've started a new training course here at the radio station so i'm training people to present i'm kicking my first course off on saturday morning at 10 so i can't yeah. be out djing late on the this friday is- because i need to be in here early so i'm trying to sort of change around my working schedule where i would be out till the early more uh, early hours thus not see the early morning i'm trying to just get rid of that now and uh, it's making me i've got to work harder in the day which i'm not used to at all but if it means i'm not out till later then you know there's also a post that's come up 
saying New Year's Eve DJs wanted and I've not clicked on it I've not liked I've not not subscribed because I've got a better offer so uh you're so far you're the better offer but I think you need to find us some you you need to find us a club to go and dance to some underworld at midnight surely (laughs) well there's a few things to unpack there this is amazing that you're doing a little bit of teaching not a little bit you are doing teaching instead of uh working in the night is this a, a paid affair will you get paid for this you would okay then this is very very good this is very good. I think this could be a brilliant avenue to start off with. Yeah, I've uh, yeah, done, yeah, this first half of the year, I was DJing quite a lot, but I wasn't actually getting paid for much of it, which was like, what, has this happened? And then yeah. the second half of the year, I've not even really been DJing so much. So I've been trying to get back into it, and it's not really happened. And now, I think, pushed to the ends of my limits, yeah. I came up with this new idea, and people seem to have got excited by it. So now I'm excited by it. I'm going to be a teacher just like you, Mr. Frost. <laughs> What are you going to call yourself, Mister Mister Pressure? Yeah, Mis- yeah, yeah. Mr. I'm going to be working towards a doctor. <laughs> doctor Pressure, like Doctor Fox. <laughs> yeah, I'll take your heartbeat, girl. Come over here. <laughs> That'd be great. And is it like a one-on-one thing? Have you got like groups doing it? One-on-one? Yeah, I'm trying to do it as one-on-one, just so they can get the most out of me, and I can give them the most back. Some of the sessions are a bit more technical. Click here drag here no click here here click here i might get some other people to do that because i find that a bit tedious but um when it's actually talking and presenting come on do an intro really nicely do it again do it again do it again it's going to be like that and i'm really going to push them to the end the last proper job i had was a sales job and uh he made me sit making pretend phone calls like hello i'm david i've come to do it again (laughs) <laughs> Hello, I'm David. I've come to sell you some stuff. How many stuffs do... Do it again. <laughs> Hello, I'm David. I've come to sell you some stuff. How much stuff do you want? Okay, that's really good. This is the price. And he made me do it like so many times. And it was quite yeah. annoying, but it was nice to be taught intensely like that. I'd never... No one had ever yeah. been so in it with me. Yeah. And uh, I found it kind of rewarding. So I'm going to just do that to some of these people. Just push them until they break. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. That's brilliant. That was amazing. Do it again now. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the best way to learn, especially if you're in a performative uh, field, like DJing, presenting. A lot of the time, uh, presenters, they just sort of, like yourself, you sort of you learn, you teach yourself, and then you create your own sort of way of talking. Uh, but most people don't really have a formal lesson, or there's no like school of presenting or DJing. And so what you're providing sounds like a really good thing. And I think if I come at it with loads of wild energy, I should uh, make them think, oh, I could do that maybe. If I could have some energy, I could give it a go like that. So that's the plan Saturday at 10 a.m. Brilliant, brilliant. It's like acting, you know. I've been in rehearsals all week and it's my first day off for ages. And uh, it is just repeat, do the show, take notes, repeat, do the show. And then after a while, like, oh... I'm knackered, I'm so tired, but then I've got to give my energy to do it. And then, you know, you remember the notes and then maybe you've forgotten the line, but it's okay because you know what the next line is. You can make up the difference and then you go, okay, now I know it. So that's a good, that's a good thing to do, repetition. Someone came in here on Friday and she's doing improv classes. Guess what I'm going to go and do in the new year? Improv classes? Yes, and uh, maybe you can uh, add, put some of the exercises on the show and then we can do a little bit of, uh, I can vicariously learn through you. 
for free. Okay. Well, it might cost a bit more. But <laughs> yeah, sure thing. You can go for the premium package where I talk really slowly and make you feel like everything's comfortable. Oh, is the heating on? I like it. <laughs> well, who the hell are you? I went over to yours for a Christmas party, which was on the 25th of November. That was a lot, lot, lot of fun. Nice little soiree. I, Pre-Christmas uh, I, bash. Yeah. It, it, we had Christmas music. It was like a Christmas day, wasn't it, in a way? I arrived a little bit later because uh, I was doing something else. But uh, when I arrived, I thought it was going to be like, way party, party, party. And I came in with a carrier bag full of beers and crisps. And I was like, all right. And uh, it was a lovely time, but it wasn't the it wasn't the party I was expecting. It wasn't like leery and anything like that. It was more, you know, intellectual. And I liked it. I liked talking to people. And it was nice rather than just get wasted. We, you know, we're grown-ups now, aren't we? Yeah, I think if I was at that sort of shindig, I'd be like, oh, my golly. Oh, gosh. Right, okay. Well, I'll just stand in the kitchen probably. I don't want to sit down because I don't want to don't want to really make friends with anyone in this loud place. Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, someone stumbled in off their trolley. Oh, okay, yeah. Where's the thing? It's just there. <laughs> Should we go soon? Okay, cool. Yeah, just take your can. Yeah, we'll take our cans with us. Why are we even here? I don't know. Where is Mick? No idea. Just text him. Yeah, let's go. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, it was very nice. It was good. It was good. And then I got the train back the next day, but all of the trains in the world in London were cancelled. And what would normally take me, I don't know, maybe an hour and 20, took me four (coughs) and a half hours to get back. And that was insane. I watched Avengers. uh, I watched Avengers Assemble on the replacement bus service. That must have been quite nice to fill it like that then, as uncomfortable as four and a half hours replacement is. Just, Just watch a movie. At least you've completed and done something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a McDonald's breakfast just in time, got the movie out, and I just thought, right, I'm just going to use this and just have my fun here. Take your fun when you can get it. Okay, there we go. Call the fun police. Hello, hello, hi. What do you What do you have to do? No, just, you know, got anything to download? Try and get on their Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh, well, good luck to you. Have a McDonald's as well when you stop. Yeah, and the services, they got one there. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, supersize it. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs> Rather than Samaritans, there should be fun police, and you just fight. You're like, I'm in despair. The ch- I just missed the tube. I've got to get the. Bar. I'm so angry. I'll phone the fun police, <laughs> and then they're just they're calm and they're polite, and they just give you some fun suggestions of how you can feel, how you can get out of this plight. I went to an ex's once mm-hmm. to move some stuff out. And then had pretty much moved it all out. And I left something inside and shut the door. I had my keys to my car and stuff. Left them inside. I was like, oh my God. This has backfired big time. And I phoned Dan Garvey. And he said, well, just... uh Just go to the pub. Just just go to the pub and have a pint and just wait then. And I was like... all right, what else yeah. am I going to do? I'm not going to just stand next to my car that I can't get into and I can't just, I'm not going to just wait for them outside the door. I just go and do that. Went to the pub, hung out. Their friend came and met me with the keys. Bosh, there we go, Amazing. sorted. Yeah. Fun police. Jim yeah. Dark. Ooh. All right, so it's uh, start of December. It's, uh, it's, well, it's been pretty snowy across the UK on the last week, etc. I know at this time of the year, some people just let all their health just fly out the window and they just get rid of gym talk. Where are you then right now? How are you feeling? Where are you on your, Where are you on the weighing scales and how fit are you, Owen Frost? I went uh, to do the Brighton 10K uh, about two, three weeks ago. 
And I wasn't feeling too great about it because I wasn't, I just wasn't feeling in shape. But I ran pretty well. I did it in 53 minutes and I sprinted the last bit. I think I could have done it quicker. So, um, yeah, I was pleased with that. Um, having said that, my routines are way out of pot now. Uh, there's a mixture of things. November just totally just got me to, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. Uh, and now I'm in rehearsals and it's a very physical day rehearsing, running around chasing whatnots and everything. So um, there's no way I can exercise in the morning for that. And then I'm on tour. So I'm going to get back onto it in uh, January. So, yeah, that's where I am at the minute. I'm not as bad as I thought I was, but I think with the tour, that's kind of uh, exhausting. That'll be that'll be good exercise. I can, see your, I can see your face every time I'm saying something, uh, disagreeing. But uh, those are the facts, man. Those are the facts. Okay, there you go. That's sewing in uh, December. A uh, slob probably getting up to his heaviest <laughs> weight and sometime around January he might do something about it. First of Jan- uh, 2nd of January. 2nd of January. I'm going to be back on it. Uh, in a better position than I was January this year. So I'm, I'm going to be better uh, and I'm ready to go. My plan for next year, if we're talking about resolutions or anything, is going to be getting a six-pack. A definite six-pack next year. And uh, I went for it this year. Didn't happen. It's okay. I put the groundwork in. Next year, I just need to punctuate what I was working on this year. I can do it. How are you getting on? I reckon you're looking pretty good at the moment. Just been resting a bit more. Well, I've been resting a bit more then. There you go. Wow, you've been resting a lot. I just... (laughs) If I do, like, a lot in a day, and then the next day, maybe I just don't do as much. I don't go to the gym or train every single day now. I still do enough exercise to hit my thousand active calories. That's just about. But uh, I don't... I just... Not not yeah. I'm just resting a tiny little bit in between, and then I go quite heavy for a bit, and then I'm like, okay, fine. And I was sleeping on an airbed this weekend because we had... Anne's parents around I thought well I'm not going to sleep amazingly so I don't want to put too much stress on my body because I don't want to wake up all aching so just took it a tiny bit easier and I'll go for it today I'm actually I'm doing yoga today but it'll be a a kind of tough energetic class that will stretch me out it'll get me working get me feeling good but it won't put too much stress on my limbs it'll give them exactly what they want and I'm gonna try and have a sauna afterwards as well nice nice is this something you normally have Never. I haven't had a sauna there ever, but they do have a sauna there. And I thought, let's go to the one in Camden, do my class, get hot for, I don't know, 10 minutes, go off on my merry way. Sounds lovely. Yeah. What a great day you have planned. Yeah. I love a sauna. But 76.1 kilograms on the scale. So it's almost at 70. It's almost at high 75 so if i can Whoa. i haven't really had many heavy weekend sessions last weekend when you came around that's quite a few drinks but i've not had yeah. so many of those where i get smashed um i've just been yeah just eat, not eating to excess so far and we got our christmas tree on the weekend Yay. and i thought oh let's decorate it all in chocolates and then i thought <laughs> actually i'll i'll be the one that eats all of the chocolates every time i walk in the room i'll just have one or two or three yeah. and that's that's going to add up, isn't it? My yeah. recommended daily allowance of sugary goodness will all happen by about December the 10th. So I've opted to not do that. And just by taking away those little bits of mischief, I think I can get to that six-pack that's ambition. That's amazing. The ambition, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. 76 kilos? Wow. Svelte. Like an eel. 
very yeah, good. Yeah, if I wanted to be in like summer body shape, it'd be about 75-ish, 74 maybe. So I don't know if I can get near that near winter and then just You're behave. Very close. Just behave, do enough like exercise, not push myself too much and just have enough energy for the next day to go for it. Really do it. You don't need to behave at Christmas though. Christmas is a time when you can, you know, eat but and now drink you're and be okay, right, but why is this? And why do we drink and eat so much? Why is it like allowed that you can really just keep overeating? You don't need to. You could relax and be merry because you're not at work and you haven't got to go to school for like two weeks. Yeah. And you've built up to this moment by doing a lot of work for you, doing all these shows, etc. So just by not working as intensely for two weeks and spending time at home mucking around star Lovely. wars whatever yeah. that's relaxing why do we then have to eat more than we should as well because <laughs> the greed element good. is crazy <laughs> yeah but being not at work feels good why do we yeah. like turn it up to if you had a day off in the week you yeah. wouldn't just pig out you'd be like oh this is amazing i'll get up a bit later i still need to do the thing i'm going to watch a film for a few hours i'm going to get some nice food for dinner and that'll just be it I won't go crazy maybe we'll have yeah. a, just a drink or two you wouldn't be like oh i'm gonna eat a pie and a pie and a pie and a pie i love dairy milk and all the chocolates on the tree would you <laughs> uh I don't eat until I am in pain, but yeah, I do like to eat like pates and meats and uh, pickled onions and chocolates and crisps and nuts. It's just nice, you know, it's the one time of the year where you can indulge and not feel bad because it's like, ah, oh, well, I can eat all of these delicious, expensive foods that I would not normally eat. And it's a treat and it's not seen as normal and it's lovely. And also, it's just nice to be boozed up. Uh, I see where you I see what you're saying. And I do understand your point, but I do like to um, eat foods that I don't normally eat and uh, just indulge a little bit, you know? Not greed. It's not greed. It's indulge. Look at that. The hand of indulgence. I like that little uh, <laughs> guitar plectrum movement there. Did I'll I nibble. Know? I'll nibble indulgence and I definitely will eat too. I'll eat more than I should. Yeah. I'll have a bit more of all the kind of stuff, but... Won't go too crazy because I'm just want. I just don't. I want to start in a good position next year. I think I found a really good rhythm. I just yeah. don't want to fall out of it because, yeah, it's been a nice place and it is easy to just be, you know, old slobby frost. I don't <laughs> want to be him. Don't want to see him. Don't want to know about him. <laughs> no, that's good. I think what you're doing is right. So stick with that. If that feels good, do it. If it, this is to everyone, this is to our listeners. If what you're doing makes you feel good, do it. Okay. Let's get on to gets, gets My Goat, then. We'll get to goat. 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 Third-hand information, when people sort of say something that's their advice or they've heard it and they think it's right or it works for them and they try and give it to you like it's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's them saying, this is what I think, but I don't have the confidence or conviction to say that. So I'm just going to sort of qualify it with somebody else saying it. So if you disagree with it, you're not disagreeing with me, you're disagreeing with them. But I think I'm an I'm an ibuprofen kind of guy, have been for quite a while. If ever I have an ailment, I just drop those tablets and I feel kind of good. It's, uh, it's not quite an addiction, but I do like the feeling. But I've, yeah, yeah. I've eased off recently. <laughs> and uh, I don't mind taking them on an empty stomach. It doesn't really have any effect on me. It feels oh, kind really? of fine. And I bumped into someone who swore yeah. blind that only paracetamol would work. So I tried that and it's given me strange 
strange burning sensations inside. And uh, this person relayed the info as if like, oh, this is the way it's got to be. You can't ever do that. And I tried their third hand yeah. information that might work with their chubby body, but it doesn't really work <laughs> with mine. chubby for? And uh, that's it. Yeah, you know. That's that's, yeah. that's 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 goat getting for me. I had my routine. I had my thing. I listened to someone else who has yeah. like, this, this is the way it's got to be. I read yeah. it in a thing online. Yeah. And uh, and now look at me, destitute. Well, the general consensus is if you take ibuprofen on an empty stomach, it's going to hurt your stomach. It's happened to me and it happens to most people, but that's not to say it happens to you. So what that person should have said is what I've just said. It happens to most people. But if you're happy doing with what you're doing, carry on doing it. I'm a bit ill and my way to get better is to try and uh, get a bit of a sweat up and cough out some of this grossness. You know, that's my way. That's my right. thing. But like the some, people just want, some people just want to wallow and they're like, that's their thing. And you can't really put your thing on them. You can only say, oh, this is what fits for me. If you'd interested, this is why I'm so happy and uh, healthy all yes. the time because I do this. But you can't just make them do it. No. I think that's where a lot of arguments happen is where one person likes one thing, another person likes a different thing, and then you're trying to convince each other why your thing is the best thing. Where what people should do is just say, this works for me, I like this, maybe you want to give it a try? No? Okay. Carry on. Okay, there we go then. That's the, the goat getting section. Hello, the fun police. Uh, no, sorry, we're busy. Night, night. What's on your radar of uh, annoyance this month then, Dr. Frost? Well, this is a Christmas-themed goat-getting. Uh, when you're looking for gifts for people um, and you're on the website and you're just sort of having a look to see what's what's around, and generally um, it's a lot of rubbish that no one will use or they might use once and then it's just in the bin and it's a waste of stuff. But more specifically, um, it's like when you buy stuff and it's... Um, really crude or disgusting or rude the humor is sort of it's not even funny humor it's just disgusting so and it's just commonplace now so i've been looking at on the websites and there's there's a few things that you can buy i've listed a few things down um you know the game guess who right well there's a game that they're selling now called guess poo and you've got different poos and you have to ask them questions about what the poo looks like does it have corn in it is it runny like that's not fun that's disgusting there's another gift you can buy you can buy some soap one side says ass and the other side says face why would you give someone that as a present uh there's another one you can buy a welcome mat that just says f off on the welcome mat aprons that say i love to rub my meat and mugs that say i'm an old fart why? I like the ass, ass face soap. I'm gonna. I might get that from my stepdad. Just in case you would get the wrong side. Yeah, I think he, he likes rude humour. So there you go. Oh, does he? Okay, maybe yeah. there is a market for it then. Because I every time I look at that, it makes me think, oh, who's buying that tat? Techno robots. Techno robots. Techno robots. Techno robots. Gadget, gadget, gadget. News, news, news. From a show with the pressure and frosty. Okay, whilst doing my gadget news this week, I went on to Wales Online, which is one of my favourite sites to find out what's happening. And there's a handy £8 gadget that makes your shoes and boots safe 
walking in ice and snow. Wow, how does that work? There are these little snow grips, which are currently priced at $7.99. And they sort of clip around your shoe and they have a little, just a sort of sticky out stud thing that means you can walk on snow or on ice and uh, just helps you from you know awkwardly slipping or even hurting yourself. And could you put that onto a range of footwear? Yep, they're showing it in their picture in walking boots, which is probably the most ideal to go out in the snow in because you don't want to get cold or wet feet. But they'll fit over your poxy little pumps. Uh, they fit over boots. Yeah, they're going to fit over most things. You can sort of tighten it up yeah. uh, when you've got it on your foot or just buy it to be the right size. And there you go. Could have been good to this weekend if you were out slipping about on the uh, icy streets of Wales online. And what's the cost of that and where can we get it from? Uh, Seven ninety nine. Oh, pretty decent. And uh, you can get them on Amazon. Try and get them somewhere else. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where they are easily found. Elsewhere then, you can turn your triple A batteries into double A batteries Ooh. with a easy little adapter thing. Um, it basically sort of puts a kind of cocoon case over the battery and it sort of changes its dimension. I mean, you usually have double A's you think is the most standard size battery so yeah. if you've got triple A's to turn into double A's they're usually the ones that you're like oh do we have any of them but because the triple A is smaller than the double A if you put this little sheath around it mm. you can uh, get uh, it to be the bigger size that's you know Christmas batteries oh yeah. no have we got any get to the po- get to the petrol station okay when you're there will you get me a Snickers okay great <laughs> that sort of thing you can just avoid all that already that's great, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the things, the drawbacks. If you're buying somebody a gift and it needs batteries, you have to give them the batteries. I go, go mid-range, Energizer, usually. If I feel a bit frivolous, I'll get some Duracells. But, and then now and again, I'll just get some of the abs- absolute cheapest. But yeah, I'm usually a mid mid kind of guy. It depends on what you're using them for. If you're using them for something like a clock, then you can go cheap as chips. But if you're using something like, I've got a bin that has a sensor that automatically opens, and that is a moving mechanism, so you need a bit of a more power for that kind of battery depends what you're using it for you know oh no i went for the slow one again i'm taking forever to do the housework (laughs) no oh i'm tired already i'll have another sausage roll i'll finish off the packet (laughs) and some dessert oh i'm relaxing so much (laughs) i got two weeks off and i'm eating my weight in cheese <laughs> and I'm drunk on my advent calendar. <laughs> PlayStation, PlayStation have giving got away a, a Lego new... game for Christmas. They are giving away a Lego game for Christmas. In t- on top of that, to play on their Lego game, they are not giving this away because it's their new device. It's a new handheld device. I had the PSP when it first came out, and that was definitely ahead of its time. They've got a new handheld device. It's called the PlayStation Portal. If you know anything uh, about the Nintendo Switch, it's pretty much like that. It looks like a tablet, and it's got two side controllers on either side, and it connects to your TV, just like the Switch does. And this is a bit bigger than the Switch. It's an 8-inch screen. It's got 1080p uh, screen. It's like high-quality screen, zero latency when you're streaming over or online, when you're playing online. And it's a very decent, very decent um, gaming device to play away from the home that is console quality. Um, the only drawbacks to it is it has to be streamed directly through your PlayStation 5 that you have at home, which does all of the grunt work and then uploads it to that. So basically, you need a PS5 
to have the PlayStation portal. And you can't take the portal back home with you for Christmas because you need to be near the PS5 or does it have a sort of offline feature that you can take it on holiday, for example? No, it, you do have to be connected to the internet to, in order for it to work, which is a big, big limitation. I agree there. It, it, the price point, though, reflects that. And for a quality console, console quality being out and about, it is only £200, which I think is okay, based that you can use it as a um, media device. You can watch films and TV shows and stream and download stuff onto it. But if you wanted to use it as a playing console, then that's when you need to be connected to the internet. So I think for the price, £200, that's okay. But you do need to buy a PlayStation 5 on top of that. So... It depends if you've got a PlayStation 5 and if you really need to play out and about. There you go, kids. I read somewhere that a football game was coming to Netflix. I don't know if it's FIFA or Player Manager or something. It was coming to Netflix. So I just I can't really investigate too much because if I do get this thing on my telly, you saw what I was like with the wrestling channel. If I get a yes. game, that'll be it. I just won't go to bed. Yes, Netflix are investing heavily into their gaming service and they're pushing pushing the games quite heavily now. They started off to be quite sort of retro arcade kind of games and now they are really pushing it to be kind of um, more more involved, these games. So, yeah, if you, if you want to play games over the Christmas holidays, I think now would be the time to do it. You've got a bit of spare time. What else are you going to do? Yoga? Read. I'm going to get a book on my on my phone and then when I'm a bit bored... Just read on my phone. Just kindle it up on my phone. Learn yeah. something for once. You might yeah. learn something. That sounds like a good idea. Sounds like a good idea. Sounds like um, a strap line. Learn something for once. You might learn something. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You don't get it, do you? No, you're flipping. You that, don't think enough no, outside <laughs> of the box. You're so no, in your box. You're in a black box right now, and it's hurting your heart to think about being out of the box. Learn I love, something. I laughed at what you did, and then it really hurt my lung. So I'm just trying to contain the pain at the minute. Oh. Email the show. It's the way to go. Pressure and frosty at gmail.com. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening to our show, the show with the pressure and frosty throughout this year. We wish you all a Merry Christmas. Have a lovely time. I'm going to say indulge and go for it, but Dave's going to say. I'm going to say only eat what's on your plate. Don't have seconds. Avoid the tree. Don't drink anyone else's calendar unless they've seen you. <laughs> And that's balance, isn't it? That's balance. So have a lovely time, and we will see you in the new year. Merry Christmas, everyone! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. Yeah. But there's no need to cry. My we'll be back again sometime. The show with the pressure and frosty. Let's go. We've got stuff to do. All right, learn something. <laughs> you might learn something. <laughs>